0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Oh, uh, I thought. Right. When we hold you know, it, I'm, you want to hold no, it? No, I can do it for you. I'm doing great. i it's, it's a great day so far.
0: I found out the most remarkable thing about George Hill while I was preparing for these interviews. So, not only did he have a baby last January 16th, but when remember George used to have a unique hair color yes, for a period of time,
2: blonde or and when.
0: Yeah the reason he changed it back was because at the time his two month old maybe even month and a half old baby spoke to him and talked to him and said dad could you please go back to your regular haircut i mean it's really an incredible story
1: you know um (laughs) i kind of speak baby talk and i was holding my son one day and like his eyes got really big and like i can tell he was looking at my hair and he got like he just started crying. I was like, oh, he he was telling me that I need to cut it because that wasn't right. So the next day I went to go cut everything off. I want to hear the baby talk. Let's hear the baby talk. That's
3: what he's
4: saying.
1: No, it was like, and he started crying. I'm like, oh, man, it's the hair. So when I cut it, now he actually smiles every time he sees me. So. It was a good idea. All
0: right, so the other problem is that you're late in the day of these interviews, and we never take a break, so we're two and a half hours or whatever we are in consecutively. So now stupid notes that I see on my notes that I decide are good ideas. So in my other research about George Hill, I found out, quote, I'm a good, great singer. I like country. Would you like to sing?
1: So, so turn out. (laughs) I am a great singer when I'm taking a shower. (laughs) I, I promise you, if you put a microphone in the shower... You will get the best album of your life from me. Really? <laughs> I hit every high note, every, every note I can hit. Now, you get me outside the shower, it may be a different story. But I know in the shower, I sound really, really good, and I love country music. Now, I'm actually going to the country concert, Come here. Luke Bryan and Dustin Lynch will be here September 30th and October 1st.
0: So. That's pretty All right. Now, truthfully, the reason I find out about these things is because seemingly every story involves you and a charity. That one is all out of your casino night that you used to hold in San Antonio. And a bunch of these other – your community involvement, when I researched you in the last whatever week or two getting ready for this, it's just incredible. From You told me about the backpacks. This is clearly a staple of what you've done as an NBA player.
1: I mean, this, this is my goal. Like, everyone says what, when you put things on a list that's most important to you as far as self-accolades and things like that, you know – winning the community assist award for the whole year not just a month is my goal in this nba i I'd rather take that than a sixth man of the year or most improved um that's what it really means to me you know especially with what's going on in the world today i think we need to share the love and give back and you know build a bright future for our people ahead of us
0: you grew up in indianapolis and not kind of what you relayed to me And i don't know how to characterize it but it sounded like it was a rough, rough, rough environment yeah. It's better for you say it than I do, frankly. It's pretty Is
2: that down cool. off Meridian or Keystone? Or down like off a of Keystone. Keystone, okay. the Keystone, Yeah.
0: So you've got, you're pretty smart. What do you see? What's going on in this world right now when you talk about what you just mentioned? And, and what, how do we move forward? I
1: think it's, it's a lot of things going on, you know, especially with what's going on in the world as far as, you know, the police environment or what's going on in the world with black-on-black crime or what's going on in the world with poverty and and things like that. So it's a lot of things you can touch base on. I don't think there's one thing that we can do to actually fix it. It's going to take time. Uh, But I am a big believer of if if one day just everyone do something for another race every day, if you get everyone to say, hey, if I'm a black guy, I might do something for a Hispanic guy today or I'm going to do something for a Jew or I'm going to do something for an Aussie, whatever it is, I think that is what shares the love, and I think if you start to get people to do that and say, "Man, don't matter what race or what color you are, we're all the same people. and We just need to love one another." And I think the world would be a better place if you just do that.
2: Quinn Buckner is a real good friend of mine. He's for those who don't know, Quinn is the TV analyst for the in the uh, Indiana Pacers. If I went to him and, and say, "Man, give me some, give me something good, or give me some dirt on George Hill," what's he going to come up with?
1: He'll probably just say he's probably one of the most down earth loyal guys that you ever talk to. And what you see is what you get. You know, he's not going to change for anybody, and, you know, that's him.
0: Researching your game, I found my favorite note. Okay. George Hopefully Hill's good. George Hill's been in the year for eight years. Eight years? Yeah, you know, how many years his t- plus-minus has been positive? Eight. Eight.
1: So that's a good thing.
0: And in all eight years, I think his team's been better with him on the floor than him off the floor.
1: What's the plus? I never understood what's the plus-minus thing.
0: So there's a bunch of them now. And if you need your resident stat geek anywhere, just knock on the door. I'll okay. help you out. <laughs> uh, but basically, it's, no dif- it's what you do when you're on the floor. So in every team you've ever played on in your entire NBA career has been better when you're on the floor, has outscored their opponents when, they're on the, when you're on the floor.
1: That's, That's just true. because I've been fortunate enough to have good teammates.
0: Yeah, but you also, I think, in seven of the eight years have been better when you're on the floor than off the floor. So that also means that you help your teammates get better.
1: Okay, well, I'll take that.
0: Now, my favorite story of you, if I have it right, is the summer of 2008-2009, the summer, as we refer to it, is of 8,000 three-point attempts? Yeah. What's that, the story here?
1: That was... So what happened there is when I came to San Antonio my rookie year, if anyone remember, I. Dennis and Quinn will probably will admit to this. I was probably the worst shooter ever from behind the arc.
0: Rocky Mountain uh, review here in Utah was yes. not pretty.
1: I actually had a good Utah summer league.
0: You were like two My of My Vegas something.
1: was bad. Oh, was it Vegas? My Vegas was bad. I actually started shooting the ball a little better here. So I got with Chip England that summer, and he promised me different things I can do. And if I just follow those things that whole summer, I'll be better. So, I spent two months in the summer not even touching it with my left hand. Everything was one hand, like form shooting for almost two months straight. And then I got to shoot shots for another two months after that. And I probably, Chad Force here in Chip England had me shoot, you know, eight to 10,000 threes that year. And I came back from probably 35% shooting to like 48%. Um, or 52 percent after that so it just showed that you know you put in the work the results will be there
0: it's interesting because Dante just did I don't know if you've talked to him but that's very yeah. much what Dante did during his ACL is he did a lot of that one hand form shooting
1: definitely so you know I've been talking to him ever since I got here and I think you know we're going to play well together and and be you know pretty solid back there so
0: how have you been getting if you gotten to know Quinn a little bit if you know did you know him any at all before?
1: Well, Quinn was actually helping my coach me my rookie year you know I was Quinn's project so um, I worked out with Quinn every day the summer of 2008
0: goes back George Hill alright I gotta share this cause I told you this before and you may not believe me how many times have I put George Hill on a lineup card? You don't wanna
2: you don't wanna know <laughs> hey, <laughs>
0: telling
2: I'm telling you last four or five years no I won't go that far maybe last three years All they talked about is if we trade this guy and get this guy, we can get George Hill. I mean, you have been on his radar for the last three years. Now, we do radio together. I do a little TV as well, but we do radio together. So I've listened to this 82 games for the last three years. He's wanted you here. Please please don't let him down.
1: That means I have to produce. So, (laughs) you know, the expectations is very high. But um, we have a great team, and I'm so happy to be here and look forward to playing with those guys. So, um, I gotta continue to keep my plus minus up, I guess. Yes. Uh, but I think it'd be a lot easier. You know, we have a great, great team. So I'm, just, I'm just happy to be a part of it, and I think we're gonna have, a, you know, a phenomenal time this year.
0: Well, it'll be great to watch. Welcome aboard. Welcome hey, to Salt Lake works. City. Hope you're enjoying yourself so far, and uh, we look forward to getting going.
1: It's been amazing. Thanks.
0: Well, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Are you still a rookie? Hey,
1: Me, a rookie? No. You just said
0: you're still a rookie.
5: No. No, they they try and say cuz I haven't played my 83rd game, but no, I'm not a rookie. It's my 3rd year. <laughs> You've cast checks for 2 years, so you can't be a rookie, right? Exactly, exactly. Hey, can you guys get out of my shot? I don't know if you're in my shot.
2: You're <laughs> speaking of rookies. I know last year, uh, it was a possibility that he was going to be the youngest on the team last year, which means that you still have to do all the rookie chores that rookies but you got hurt, so you got didn't have to Trae, worry about that. Trey's
5: born in, like, October. His birthday's coming up. It's so. coming
0: up, actually. He just told us he has his 21st birthday in New York City. Yeah, yeah. so
5: I'm not the youngest. You've had your <laughs> 21st birthday. I have, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> you seem like you're in a very good mood.
5: I am. I'm just trying to get through all this media, get through it with a smile on my face. I missed it last year, so i um, just trying to, you know, enjoy it.
0: Are you saying he missed us?
5: Oh, no, I'm saying weird. I missed it last year. Oh. But. Not
0: maybe you just... Missed us? No, no, no. Uh, Big article in the Salt Lake Tribune today about just kind of how you were feeling about this thing. There were two two comments I think that were most interesting. One was just your kind of honest portrayal of like when it happened. Like, oh my gosh, what has just happened to me? Yeah. How hard was it to get out of that into I'm now moving forward? How long did it take you to get through the what has happened to me into now I'm moving on to the next step? Um, uh,
5: you know, it, it was pretty quick for me. Uh, You know, I think once something happens, you really have no control over it. And, um, you know, that's what I realized, you know, pretty much straight away. Uh, You know, obviously I was, you know, mad, sad, you know, thinking about, you know, what's going to happen. But it was like, okay, you know, rehab, like when surgery, um, you know, what can I do to get better so I can be on the court as soon as possible?
0: The organization was very clear from the very beginning that you were not playing last year. When did you come to grips with that concept? Because I don't think you were clear with that at all.
5: No, I was never clear with that. Um, You know, I would always push it. um, I always said, you know, once I got was able to do something, I was able to get them back on court. It was like, okay, what's the next thing? You know, when can I start running? When I was able to run, when can I start? You know zigzagging you know, it was always something and once i got to everything it was like okay let's play like um you know they kept me at bay to make sure everything went right went smoothly which it did so um you know i can't be mad at that
0: how hard is it for you they even still today talking to them they have a 10 15 year view of you i mean they really see dante exum as a 27 year old as a 31 year old as a 34 year old in utah as a major piece how hard is it for the 21 year old dante who's like no no, no i just want let, to let's yeah. go
5: yeah you know they um they always said that, and it's just—I—I I, I look at it. I'm ready to play now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about now. Um, obviously, they're thinking, thinking about the future, but um, you know, I just want to get back in the court, enjoy it, keep playing. Um, you know, playing my heart every night.
0: How's it feel out there, watching Open Gym? You look good. You look big you've got a butt you didn't used to have that you're using (laughs) I mean let's just be honest it's like fine you want me to call it something else but like I watched you it's
5: a a well toned butt
0: I didn't know that (laughs) I have no reason I would know that (laughs) but I mean I saw you like put guys on your hip or whatever that you didn't used to do I mean you and I've talked a lot about There was a play when your rookie year, I remember here, I don't know if you'll remember this conversation, but where you beat the guy, you went up, and then you get hit, and you couldn't finish because you just weren't strong enough. Now you're driving, and literally, once you've got a shoulder on a guy, you seem to be able to keep him back there.
5: Yeah, I think it's just learning how to use your body. Um, Or your butt. Yeah, that's your body, right? Right. (laughs) But, um, you know, yeah, it's just you know I added uh, a bit of weight this year. Um, I mean, even last offseason before I got – Um, injured i added a a bit of weight and was learning to start to use that and being out it's given me this chance to you know really work on that and how to you know utilize that in my strengths which you saw like straight away right i'm I'm glad to hear i'm glad uh, 205
2: i'm glad to hear you say learn how to use your body because this is something david and i touch on during the course of the season about young players coming into the league one of the biggest problems they have is how to use your body, how to uh, take a hit and finish, uh, how to position yourself with your body. And and you you have to have a little strength to do that. And so hopefully you're ready for that.
5: Yeah, you know, I've been trying to work on it um, ever since I realized. Um, And it's just one thing you just got to keep working on. It's different situations and there's so many many different situations where you you have to use your body in a different way. So um, it's just about, you know, adjusting when you can.
2: Are you pain-free now?
5: Yes. Yes.
0: And you have a little fire under you to try to prove that you're, your fifth pick and all that stuff.
5: Oh, I mean, I've always got that fire, uh, no matter what, and uh, I just want to get back out on the court. That, that's my biggest thing, and uh, yeah, it's just you know it's that burning. You know, I just I just think back to last year when they were going um, away for the season, uh, their season opener, and I was back here and I was heading up to rehab. You know, that's that's kind of the, the thing that sticks in my head when um, you know I wasn't
0: playing. Congratulations. You've done the hard part. We're really excited to watch you. Thank you. That's Dante Exum. Who snuck in with that speed and quickness of a fifth pick. Who won Rock, Paper, Scissors? It's going to be short. George Hill's waiting. How many games of basketball do you think you played since the last game? I I have this vision that you played a game somewhere every day.
3: Uh, Close. I wouldn't say every day, but I probably... I play like over 150 games this summer. Is this I just got to be kidding. No, I just, really?
2: Yeah, I love playing. Um,
3: Spent a lot of summer in Atlanta. Me and Rodney Hood played yeah. a lot together. So it, you know, Rodney got a lot of those games in uh, as well.
2: Some uh, cities, Houston's one of them. That tons of professional players. They they have a certain gym down there. They go and play. So is that way in Atlanta as well.
3: Uh, yeah, Atlanta is multiple gyms. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, uh, it's always uh, I say at least about. 20 NBA players there at all times, uh-huh. so it's great to get some good runs in. You know, it's kind of hard in the summer to play. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of bigs. You know, instead of playing against like six six bigs, like okay. in Atlanta, you really have your six ten seven foot big So, Dwight it's just, Howard, yeah, this is great. This is great to. It's always great to play. Uh-huh.
0: Would you play a morning game and then go back and play like an afternoon game?
3: Um, we kind of did that in August, uh, like a little mini camp. It's like a mini camp. We'll like work out in the morning and go play at night
0: you could tell like i was watching you in an open gym like it's just obvious you're just playing like you just play
3: uh yeah uh try to take advantage of this off season because last off season i wasn't able to play and i had uh, shoulder surgery so uh i was gonna play as much as i can this summer and uh and i've been enjoying it
0: what did you prove in your short stretch here last year uh
3: i'm an nba caliber player uh I feel like when I get the opportunities, I'm able to you know to make the best of them. and I think that's what I did.
2: Well, we enjoyed watching you play, that's for sure. And it's going to be some competition at that point guard position this year, huh?
3: Uh, yeah, it definitely is. Um, it's what you expect when you play in the NBA. You know, mm-hmm. the 30 best teams in the world. It's always going to be competition. been competition for like the past six years I've been in the NBA, so no, it's nothing new.
0: <laughs> did you, uh, you've gone up, people are very interested about Dante. You've been playing against him in open gym, what have you seen from him and where he is?
3: Uh you know, he's very, very great defensively, especially you know as a point guard. You now I'm one of the bigger point guards and you know sometimes he kinda gives me trouble just dribbling the ball and making passes. So can't imagine what he could do to you know other guards. Uh they might be faster than me but you know his his long and athletic uh it's gonna be very difficult for guys on a you know, offensive end.
0: Shelvin, thanks for the time. There's been all these video game battles. You haven't been a part of them, so I'm assuming that means everyone's scared of you, since you. Dis- uh,
3: I say pretty much, especially when it comes to like Madden and 2K. Uh, I'm not a, really a FIFA guy. Um, if I play anything and I brag about it, I feel like I'm pretty good. Oh. And so I, 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 try to stay away from stuff I know I'm not good at. <laughs> Shelvin, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it.
0: Nice and polite as these guys. That'd be all. That'd be all good. How are you? Good. I'm oh, great. Uh. I have a bunch of fun little notes, but I actually just want just because we we're talking, Mark's yeah. about it. All right, so this time last year, we've watched you play OTAs, and I think that opening sequence last year was a little scary for you. Like you, I watched you the other night, day when I was here. You were killing it. You burst the basket like four times. blew by guys. How different do you feel right now than you did a year
4: ago? It's crazy because I I had this conversation with my dad the other day. I said. Uh, I'm feeling way more comfortable than than I was feeling last year because last year, like, that was everything new for me. Uh, All the guys didn't play with them, and this year I was way more comfortable. Like you said, I was uh, playing good those the pick-up games, and and I was feeling good.
0: All right, so every now and then of the season, Ron knows, you have conversations that are your highlight of your – my highlight of last year – was actually a conversation that how and i had walking back from central barbecue in memphis where you just started talking about it was almost like for the first time you envisioned playing the olympics in rio in that conversation i'm sure you thought about it your whole childhood but what was it like to to be playing the olympics at home
4: uh it was uh it was amazing Uh, i think it was uh i would say it was way better than everybody expected uh everybody talking like bad things about Brazil about Rio before the Olympics and I think we showed everybody that uh, that we are a great country you got great people over there and uh, it was amazing playing uh, in front of our people in front of all uh, my family my friends were there so uh, it was great I think it was a unique experience I'll never have the, the experience again playing the Olympics at my home uh, home home country and it was, uh, it was amazing.
0: Do you have an Olympic moment? Like, was there something where you ran out the first time or, or or, at an event where you saw something? Was there an Olympic moment that really sticks with you?
4: I think our first game against Lithuania, uh, I don't know if you guys watched that, but I, we were 30 points down when you came back. Uh, we were three points down at the end of the game. It was like two minutes to go. And our crowd was amazing. I think I never had this feeling uh, nowhere. I think... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, the craziest moment for me in the Olympics, uh, having all the all the all those people cheering for us, my family, and it was. We lost the game, but that moment was uh, it was amazing.
0: You played very well, though.
4: Yeah, I played good this game. Uh, um, we lost, but that game uh, I played really well.
0: The media was talking about the Argentin- Argent- game against Argentina, that you have that rivalry and and it's fierce, and that that crowd was as crazy as people had ever seen.
4: Yeah, uh, we we had a lot of Brazilian, but there was a lot of Argentinian people there too. Uh, uh, it was, I think, it was a one game to be in the history of uh, of all the Olympics. Uh, the way the game was, uh, of course, we didn't we didn't win, but uh, it was a uh, it was a crazy game. I think everybody's gonna talk about that game. Uh, uh, I think forever.
2: And now you get ready for your second NBA season. What are you looking forward to?
4: Uh, just keep keep improving. Like uh, I have my head the same way I had the beginning of last season. Uh, I don't worry if I'm going to play a lot, if I'm not going to play. Uh, I just want to keep getting better, uh, learn from, from the new guys. we got a lot of uh, vets on the team, so I just want to learn from them and, and keep, keep, keep doing better.
0: How's the rest of the family? You told the wonderful story about your brother last year at the All-Star Weekend. You were like, hey, dude, dude, I'm actually one of these players. you got to, go, like, you know, mellow out.
4: How's he doing? He's doing good. Uh, he's, he's excited to, to, to watch this season. Uh, my little brother, he loves basketball, so he, he's really excited.
0: And is your dad coming out to watch it all?
4: Yeah, they all going to come during the Christmas break and, and holidays. So, yeah, we're going to have uh, all family together again. Well, great to see you. You look terrific. It's wonderful to have you out, and nice to be rooting for you this year. Yeah, thank you.
0: That's Howell Neto.
6: I was shelving in Atlanta this year, and um, you know, I got married this, this summer. So, uh, you know, it's been pretty busy, but it's been fun.
0: Where did you get married, and, and where did you honeymoon?
6: In Oklahoma City. That's where she uh, Shay's from, and uh, we went to Cabo, Mexico. It's pretty good, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But,
0: and man, it's over now. And how's Rod Jr.?
6: Good. Getting big, you know, eating everything, sleeping. That's about it right now. All
0: right, on to basketball. All right. I was talking to someone who said that they, they felt you've gotten a lot stronger, and I thought this was interesting. In, in the comment they made was until you get to the average strength level of an NBA player, like, or beyond, you can't show your skills consistently. I thought that was a really interesting perspective. Give me a player's version of what that means.
6: Uh, yeah I, I I agree with that you know what I mean you got to be strong and you know anybody can play good for a couple games in a row, but to be consistent like the guys that the best players in the league you know and be professionals you know you got to be able to be strong for long periods of time, keep your body up you know eat the right foods and that's something that I had to learn on the fly and um, i'm am I'm gonna do a better job of that this
2: year. all of that comes down to fourth quarter and obviously that's what you're talking about
6: exactly you know what i mean having that that energy and that strength to uh, be able to to, you know, play in the fourth quarter where it gets more physical, it gets more aggressive, and uh, it's not wearing on you. You know, you're able to, you know, play at full strength.
0: So you were a little kid out of the Boys and Girls Club. Your favorite player was Penny Hardaway. Yeah. But your first autograph?
6: Joe Johnson. <laughs> Isn't
0: that amazing? I asked you that silly question like three, four years, three years ago. I'm glad I did. <laughs> it's just, it's just, so what's the story?
6: It's just crazy I had come full circle. But uh, I was in New Orleans and uh, with my mom on um, uh i think it was bourbon street and um you know i saw joe johnson and i you know obviously i've been a fan and i tapped my mom and said there goes joe johnson and um she was like you want his autograph I'm like no no i'm too shy i didn't want to bother him and then um she she went over there i was embarrassed and uh he uh she asked him for the autograph and uh she he
2: took a picture and everything so it was one of the, the best moments of my childhood let me tell a little story here. I'm glad he signed the autograph because Shaquille O'Neal went for an autograph with David Robinson. He didn't give it to him. So Shaquille O'Neal got a little upset with him. Out later on in life, he let him know what was going on with that. <laughs> yeah,
6: that's that's. Yeah, that, that probably would take me off a little bit too. But I'm glad he signed.
0: What's it like to have him out on the floor now?
6: I mean, he's great. You know, I'm learning uh, a lot of things already from him. You know how he takes his time. You know uh, the preparation he puts in every day. You know it, it really helped me um, out a lot. You know once I go forward.
0: I heard a story, I, don't, I haven't found out if this is true yet, so I not. wasn't really planning to bring this up today, but that he's already gone to some of the coaches and said, excuse me, I need you, I need an out, like I get to the arena at this time, I do this amount of shots, and I need someone to go with me. Is, is this? I don't, I don't
6: know, but I believe it. I really believe, you know, the, the preparation he does. Um, you know, he's been doing it for 16 years, been an all-star. You know, he's just a, a a laid back guy that just likes to work hard and, and he's he's bringing me on his wing so it's been it's been fun just to get a chance to see it and to learn from
0: I'm watching you out here. What's this stuff? what's, what's this new elbow clear James Harden oh man, draw him. some fouls clear some space dribbled stuff you got going on man, you
6: got to get to the free throw line this year you know um, some, some of my teammates don't like it right now but you know guys do it to us so you know just trying to get to the free throw line you know make the game easier for, for my team and for myself
0: it is I mean statistically it is a, the one area everything else looks great and that that lack of if you can go get to the line six seven times a night six times a night right. instead of two. You're, you're going to be so much more consistent every night.
6: Right, yeah. I mean, I think it hit my shot, you know, um, as well. You know, not you know, just coming out and, you know, banking on hitting threes and getting the rhythm that way, getting the rhythm from the free throw line, get some easy basket at the layup, you know,
2: at the, I mean, at the rim, and, you know, it'll flow from there. You know, for our viewers who um, probably don't understand what you're just talking about, most people catch, they swipe underneath, or they swipe over the top. You're working that swiping over the top. By swiping over the top, that's going to – move some heads back when you get ready to drive to the basket. I know I got my nose broke because of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, some guys do
6: it to us, but uh, it's, it's about, you know, um, just clearing space. You know, I got, uh, teams like to get physical with us because they know we're a young team, and, you know, especially in the fourth quarter, so you got to be physical, you know, on the office and not pushing off and doing, you know, dirty things, but just being physical and fighting through contact.
0: I also saw some dribble moves that are different. Do you, you do a lot of handle work? this summer
6: yeah i did you know just being comfortable handling the ball you know being a uh you know fourth quarter playing the pick and roll you know got to be able to get where you want to get on the court and uh, that's something i really focus in you know this this offseason um trying to get my shot you know on you know every on both sides of the court
0: what did it feel like some of these five i know it's open gym and you guys are basically just playing pickup but you got you know there were two there was one game i remember it was five on five and it was just loaded with NBA guys. Like it was right. and they were like it was actually pretty close to ten NBA starters. Like it wasn't quite, but it was what what's it been like to feel those games and, and that kind of stuff?
6: I mean it's been it's been great, you know, being so competitive. Um, you know, we got 10, 11 guys that they can start for an NBA team and, um, and guys that have started, you know, throughout their career and you know, it's gonna be fun in training camp, being competitive and um just getting a chance to get 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 each other ready, you know, for
2: for the season coming up. I know you have, is your sister-in-law or your wife's sister? Is your sister-in-law the coaches here Um, in town, coaches little kids? Is she back this year?
6: Yeah, she's back. Uh, I think she's still coaching the um, the junior jazz team as well. So, you know, it's uh, fun having them around um, this year. And uh, uh, I'll be at a lot more games this year uh,
0: if we have off days.
2: I'll probably see you at one of them anyway. All
0: right, right, we're rooting for you, my man. Keep it going. Nice to see you. Fun to watch you develop. He's an old guy, you know. Man, right? Older than me. It. They're all, they're, you know, once was a day when they were older than you. Now you got some guys who are younger than you. Right. It's crazy. I'm getting old out here, right? I couldn't believe it.
2: Hey, believe me, that's a good thing. Oh, uh,
7: yeah. I know. People, people out here not living this long, so it's a great, it's a blessing. Yeah. The alternative is worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The alternative is very worse.
0: Uh, what is, where are you physically? How are you, how you doing?
7: Man, I'm physically, I'm feeling great. You know, I'm getting real close. You know, it's been a long summer. You know, I mean, since I got hurt. I see my guy behind me, but, you know, it's a long summer. I've been working hard. I feel great right now, so I can't wait. And
0: when you say getting close. I'm
7: getting, I'm getting real close. I'm feeling feeling more explosive than I ever had before, you know, the injury. You know, I just I – I'm getting close,
2: you know. So, were you a little worried this summer? If you're getting close now, I mean, how, how, what are we talking about here?
7: Uh, just getting – you know, getting, keep getting the legs strong, mm-hmm. you know, getting more conditioned and just playing more contact, you know, uh-huh. just, you know, just getting ready for the season.
0: Do you have to change your game as you get older in this league?
7: Uh – when i get older yeah yeah when i get older i don't know about now you know i'm a i'm a wall of course you know i'm a i don't mean, know i feel like i'm a ball i'm a shoot more i actually shot well when i shot last year but you know i'm still gonna be fearless to the rim you know i'm just gonna probably pick and choose my spots more
0: there's one of the conversations i had with someone was that you know you've never played on a team with a stretch four the stretch fours you've oh, played yeah. within your career are ennis Cantor, trevor booker and Derek favors oh, yeah. like that's what do you think it could be like for you if you're on the floor with a Joe Johnson or with a Trey Lyles uh, or one of these guys who brings the other defenders out? Uh,
7: that's just I, don't, I think it's a nightmare, with, just with the spacing, because you know a lot of my game I, I play off spacing and getting to the rim. And if you have to guard a Trey or a Joe, it's, it's no way you're gonna stay in front of me. So it could help my game out a lot. So you're saying you'll
2: be looking a lot to the weak side of the floor when you're putting the ball on the oh, floor?
7: Oh, I got to, you know, especially because they had knockdown shooters. You know, mm-hmm. they don't if you don't come off them, I'm at the rim already. So yeah, it's just pick your poison
0: how different does this roster feel than what you've seen out here in years past
7: uh my first couple of years it was a lot more way more vets you know you had the Isles and paws and cjs and rogers but you know after that they went young so it was very young but now you know we got a couple more veterans you know everybody's mature now more got families there, everybody's grown now so it's just it's a evolution you must say you know it's, it's great to see
0: well ab great to have you back and at it yep. hope you'll sure. really stay healthy <laughs> Catch-and-shoot threes for A.B.? <laughs> yeah,
7: of course. Corner pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
0: my friend. Appreciate it. That's Alec right. Burks with us. Now joins right. us here on UtahJazz.com. I think Chris Johnson might be the most liked guy in the NBA. I was I was going through my notes preparing for this media day. Every coach you have ever played for sings your praises, whether it's Quinn, Brad Steep. I went through. You've, you've seen a few coaches in this league, and mm-hmm. they all – praise you for your effort and your time that that's got to be one of the things you're most proud of
8: um yeah definitely you know uh this opportunity i get you know spending time with you know, any organization or you know just live up to my dream i always want to take advantage of it and just uh, do do things the right way
0: would you work on in the offseason um
8: i worked on a lot um working on ball handling uh, i'm more confident in that uh, just shooting you know just getting reps up getting stronger um uh, working on my flexibility and my uh in my hips and just, you know, just get, just get preparing myself for the season.
0: What does the flexibility in the hips do for you?
8: Well, I'm already fast, so um, it helps me run faster, you know, especially on my lateral movement and on my defense. Um, it's more flexible with that. And, you know, it's just less stress on your body. You know, it, it's, it prevents less injuries. Lots of competition this year. Yep. Um, Yeah it is a lot of competition and you know looking forward to the opportunity coming out here um you know representing the jazz organization and you know just getting better every day
0: I've talked to you learned a little bit more about your life and things I mean it's not it's not the first time in your life whether it's from your childhood to now where you look at the numbers and say wow this isn't pointing my direction is this an uncommon do you just kind of go back to the same thing you did that you've just kind of been fighting your whole way all the way that got you to Dayton that got you the NBA that got you here
8: yeah, I mean um, it's an everyday thing, you know. Um, like you said, it's something i always have growing up, and just 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 taking it for you know just taking it and looking forward to the opportunity, and you know like I said, just competing with these guys and helping them get better.
0: I keep notes certain big plays.
2: Everything, believe me.
0: <laughs> and I, I actually have the play I have down for you is the the play against Chicago last year
6: where Probably you. Rebound.
0: Yeah, like to me, that's like the Chris John. That's the play that epitomizes your career. Is that offensive rebound that saved the game and winning the game for the Jazz?
8: Um, Yeah, I'm I'm competitive, so I like I just like doing the dirty work. I like doing the small stuff that doesn't show up in the stack sheet, but I know that um, it helped it helped the team win. And you know that was a big play. And I also remember that during that during that game um, when Jimmy Butler. Well, uh, they reviewed at the end of the game. They um, they showed the review, and it, it tipped off uh, Jimmy Butler's hand. But I, I remember that play. I stood out, too. But the offensive rebound, yeah, that, that was a big play for us, and we got the win.
0: Well, CJ, best of luck to you. Have a good camp. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you very much you. for your thank time you. earlier this year as well, and uh, we'll be rooting for you. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. That's Chris Johnson.